Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Dawn approaching over Kansas City on the eve of the 2023 NFL Draft, 37 hours away. That feels like the appropriate time to start counting hours. Okay, we've been weeks, we've been days, and now we are hours from the Panthers going on the clock for the first overall pick, a pick in which they got from the Chicago Bears. Welcome inside. Good morning. Football presented by Ram Trucks live in New York City. Wednesday, April 26th, Steve Myrtle, Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, and our man from the front office, Scott Pioli. Hey, uh, what's, up? what's up, Scott? Great to be here. It's really cool. It, yes, you. absolutely. Well, let's learn something from Tom Pelissero in our lead block. Tom Pelissero. Lead, lead block. Uh, NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero in Kansas City all week long. He's been helping us out as we prepare for the first round tomorrow night. Tom, now that we have kind of moved beyond the Aaron Rodgers uh, news from Monday and Tuesday, set the scene <laughs> for us looking ahead of a hefty weekend in Kansas City. Yes, Jamie, there is an NFL draft this week. It's not simply Aaron Rodgers week. You will have players find out their dreams have come true. They're headed into the league. Those prospects, the 17 that were invited to be here in the green room, got in town last night. Yesterday, they put out the phones with each player's name and their extension numbers so that the teams that draft them know where to call. So Jordan Addison, the wide receiver from USC, is going to be here. Boston College receiver Zay Flowers is over on this side. The quarterbacks are all grouped on couches with their agents, their family members over in one corner here. So as the drama is playing out on draft night, you will literally be able to look across the room and see the other guys at your position that teams are debating between you. Once players are drafted, they're going to walk down this way, go out the doors, the stage. We're inside Union Station here in Kansas City. The stage is right outside. They'll walk up, do whatever they do, shake hands, hug the commissioner, then walk down, get a family photo over here, and then head on to do their media obligations. As far as what the prospects do, for the next couple of days, there's a community event. They do that 
every year. It's a football clinic at a local middle school. That'll happen later on this morning. Everybody's got different events they do the rest of today. Then tomorrow morning, there's the breakfast with the commissioner, which is another sort of rite of passage for the players that are here. In addition to those 17 prospects that are in the green room, the NFL Players Association actually has a couple dozen of the guys who potentially are going to be second, third, fourth, fifth round picks. They're all here doing family events in Kansas City as well before they all fly back on Thursday to await the draft at their homes. In terms of what the storylines are, I would just tell you this. I think I was on the phone for approximately 13 hours in aggregate yesterday. Everybody continues to wonder how do things shake out starting at number two. The presumption within the league continues to be, even though the Panthers haven't said it. The Bryce Young goes number one overall to Carolina, but nobody is certain about what Nick Casario, D'Amico Ryans, and company are going to do with the Texans at number two. I was told again last night, Nick Casario has been calling around throughout the top 12 picks, not just about potentially moving back from number two, but also maybe moving up from number 12, which is, of course raises the scenario here that the Texans could go non-quarterback at number two. Take, for instance, Will Anderson Jr., the edge rusher from Alabama, then see if they can move up to grab a quarterback, perhaps Ohio State's C.J. Stroud. Jamie? Tom, there are a lot of different game plans, and you can be prepared up and down, but I can almost guarantee that something is going to happen tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, that will just totally make everyone want to throw their draft playbooks out and start over. Tom Pelissero, thanks so much. We'll talk to you again in a little bit. Let's take a look at those first 10 picks, though, in the 2023 draft. A lot of opportunities here for teams to make moves. You just heard Tom talk about the Texans and Nick Casario talking at the two spot, looking for teams. Who wants their guy? You know, there's a price for everything, if you will. And then you see the Atlanta Falcons sitting there at eight. Yesterday, their GM, Terry Fontenot, was asked about the uncertainty level of what could happen for picks one through seven. Mm -hmm. I would say, in my opinion, this is the most uncertain it's been. There's a lot of things that you can't predict. You don't really know what another team is thinking, regardless of what's out there. Mm -hmm. You don't really know what another team's thinking. You don't know when someone's going to trade up and how that affects other things if someone's going to trade up and someone's going to trade back. So it is difficult. But what we're excited about is, again, whether we're moving up, moving down, or staying at eight, we're going to get a really good player that's going to make an impact for us. All I kept hearing there was just, you don't know. We don't know. You just don't know what happens before you. Now, there is no certainty of who's going number one overall, mm -hmm. too, where these teams are going to shake out. We can say there is a high likelihood of uh, the unexpected. Some team mm -hmm. is bound to shake it up. Which mm -hmm. team do we think is going to flip the proverbial table okay. tomorrow, if that's how you want to start, Scott? Well, I, to me, I think there's a chance that the Packers, there was a reason that they were so adamant about moving from 15 to 13. Mm. It doesn't seem like a big jump, but it's just two more spots closer to possibly where they want to be. So they've got two second-round picks. So they're now in a position to move up. They're within striking distance of getting up even further. So to me, there was something else behind them being adamant about getting a pick this year, making sure they went from 15 yeah. to 13. Yeah. So to me, there's something else that might be in there. You know, it's so funny when Terry was saying that, you, do, you just don't know. One thing you learn as a GM, the number of times that you have to say, I don't know, is amazing. So to me, th this is the thing that I think could flip the table quite possibly. Is every draft like that where you're going in and you're like, hey, I just don't know? Or is it sometimes eh, I can kind of guess that the teams in front of me are probably going to go in this direction? Every draft is like that, and you can't be, you can't think for one second that you're 
you're certain about anything. Mm-hmm. And this, I really think this year's draft is going to be interesting because every GM that you talk to somehow thinks that there's only somewhere between 15 to 18 mm-hmm. first-round yeah. picks. So I think when we get to that second half of the first round, mm. there's going to be a lot of action because people are going to be drafting not best player available. Mm-hmm. They're going to be drafting based on need because there's that clump of players that just seem so similar. So I think there's going to be quite a bit of action at the end of the When we talk about the Packers draft, we kept saying the S word, spite. Uh, (laughs) They've never drafted a wide receiver, a running back, a tight end in the whole Aaron Rodgers era. Scott, you've been in these rooms. Does spite get in the room? Does does spite get through the door? Here's what I'll say. Or petty. Spite is in your head at different times, but you can't let it manifest itself into making Mm -hmm. a decision because sometimes when you make emotional decisions, they're the worst decisions you're making. You have to stick the – is it in your head? Absolutely. Were there times, you know, we were – there were trades that we did and and you want to do a good deal, but you're really hoping, boy, I hope that pick that they get. I know. (laughs) Sure. That's the part of the draft. Well, listen, that brings me to my point. This half of the table over here, Jamie, and I are the half of the table that don't have Super Bowl rings from the Patriots. So mm. let me talk about New England. It's a lot of times you look at these squads and it's like, what do they need in their roster and what do they need to plug in? And that's the conventional way. I feel like with New England, it is much, much, much bigger because Camelot is crumbling. It, it's coming down. The empire is over. Bill is done. He's washed up. He's going to be on the boat. Gerard Mayo is in waiting. The whole era is over. It's time to just break the whole thing down and rebuild Aaron Rodgers with the division or... Is there some sort of nuclear strike coming from New England? The only thing I know that they're not going to do is nothing. I cannot see Bill Belichick in this state, in this division right now, sitting here at 14 and be like, yeah, Witherspoon or Gonzalez, whatever corner sitting there, we'll just take him. I think everything's on the table. I think drafting a quarterback in the first round is on the table. I think moving wildly up. I think getting Bijan Robinson. I think going up and getting Will Anderson. I think moving way back for a million picks is completely on the table. It, I, I'm joking about Camelot is crumbling, but... The Patriots are going to be projected as fourth in the division, and I do not think it'll be close. Aaron Rodgers is here now. The Dolphins are building something. The Bills are the Bills. This is when you got to make a strike. Like, you you cannot sit there if you're the Patriots and just say, yeah, we got our board and we feel good about it. I, I, I know that, that that's not maybe usually their M.O., yeah. but this is not usually the state of the Patriots. Yeah. Times have changed here, man. This is... Logan Roy being like from my cold dead hands and so yes. to speak like yes. make a move because all the kids are circling and they're taking <laughs> this company from you do something dynamic I, I feel like they have to I really do here's the thing Kyle if Bill does that uh-huh it may look on the outside as impulsive or the shocking thing but if Bill's going to do something like that he's been thinking about it for weeks that's great mm. and that, that's just how he that's operates he, he does he will do things that are again dynamic to use yeah. your word but in his mind, they're calculated. That's and great. He knows exactly what's going on. That's great. But and he's doing business with someone that he knows will keep their mouth. Mm. Supposedly, <laughs> supposedly they like Will Levis too. So that's that's rumored around this. Better time. go get him. That Those would feel impulsive. Go get him. Yeah. Who yeah. who knows? I'm looking at the Tennessee Titans. We had a full screen up there of the top ten picks in the draft, and the Tennessee Titans are right there on the outside looking in. And it's almost like I remember growing up on those Saturday mornings, a new pair of Jordans or sneakers would come out, and my mom would take me to the mall and. You're sitting in line to get that new pair. And when you get to the front, sometimes they just ran out of all of the brand new pairs. And you just miss out. So I feel like that's how the Titans... I don't know nowadays if anybody's waiting in line for anything. You just order it online. I don't know if anyone's gone. But for the Tennessee Titans, you're looking at it and they're sitting there at 11. And you're just outside of the top 10, which could land you just outside of getting a prospect that you really want. So as I look at the Tennessee Titans, obviously Rand Carthon in his first year as their GM, is he willing to wheel and deal and make a move that can 
possibly change this franchise. They've talked about getting a new stadium in Nashville, just got approved to be able to do that with some extra money. Mm. Are they looking for a new face of the franchise? Is there a quarterback in the top? If the Texans pass on a guy like C.J. Stroud, are the Tennessee Titans looking to possibly move up to that three spot to bring C.J. Stroud and for him to be the future? Because Ryan Tannehill only has another year left on his contract, and got they may be looking to get their guy for the future right now and be able to move forward mm-hmm. with that. So I look at the Titans, obviously, John Robinson was a guy who's been there for years, and he's not been afraid to make those draft day trades. We saw A.J. Brown. We saw him move up to get Malik Willis last year in the draft. So will Rand Carthon follow suit? Obviously, Amy mm-hmm. Adams, shrunk as the owner, is okay with it because we've seen the Titans do it before. It would be a lot of fun. The Tennessee Titans, a team that's not always talked about, sure. if come Thursday night they're the ones moving up in the draft to go get somebody they really want. The true table flip, I felt at times, was going to be whatever went down between the Packers and the Jets. But then Mm. it took so long, it kind of just felt like a flip cup, if you will, not like a full table flip. If the Ravens deal Lamar Jackson and Mm. they, in return, get two first-round picks and whatever else they get this year and next year, that would be the table flip for me. That's the table burn. That's the table burn. That's to just burn it all down. Because whoever would give up, those picks, that would be the table flip. Whatever the Ravens get back, whatever quarterback they're moving forward with, whatever is happening with Baltimore, if this happens with this man before the first round tomorrow night, and that's the clock where we sit because whoever wants Lamar Jackson, they're going to have to give up this year's first first round pick. So it would be this year, next year, they're going to have to pay him. We've been playing, we we did a mock draft yesterday, M-A-C-H, and the speed in which we had to make these picks, 15 seconds, I don't care if you have two hours. If you had to pick and trade Lamar Jackson and get a deal done all in the time where you got to make a pick in the 2023 NFL draft, that is high stakes, Mm. and that is table-flipping material. (laughs) So if something were to go down with the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson over the next 36 hours now, that would be the ultimate. I played GM yesterday in our segment. So stressful. So stressful. I could not (laughs) imagine attempting to do that. Well, that's exactly where this came from, actually, was one of those trades that we pitched yesterday during our Mm -hmm. what what do we call it? What's the segment called? On on the the clock. clock? Yeah. Yeah. Was the Texans offered two Mm -hmm. first-round picks this year and next. And it's just offers like that just were kind of hanging in my head. Like, who is really Really willing to do that and willing to pay them. Could it happen, Scott? Well, here's what's real quick though on that: the pressure you feel when you're sitting in that seat. Sometimes you've got so much time, and you know exactly what you're going to do, and and you're calm. You're having a little bite of your pizza, and you're hanging out. Then there's other times things happen, and it is absolute mental chaos. Yeah. And it's um, (laughs) and you have to make a decision, and you and what's at stake with that decision. Is important. It's funny you mentioned that big trade. If that were to ever happen, here's the downside of that. It always upsets me when the, all these young men who are going to have this moment, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And if that happens, whatever is going to happen, the next 30 picks after that trade, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of guys that miss the attention that they deserve. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. a commercial when I got drafted. Is that right? I don't feel sorry for him, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Jay. So, talk right. about spite and petty sitting to our left right here. All right, wherever you are, the NFL has covered you three different ways to watch the NFL draft this year. Tune in to NFL Network as Rich Eisen anchors the coverage live from Kansas City. NFL Plus, uh, you can be seen on Play Along and predict every pick with the NFL Plus draft room and follow every pick on NFL Draft Center on the NFL app and NFL.com slash NFL channel. It all starts tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. Still to come on our show, though, we are just 24 hours plus away from seeing reactions like this. 
uh, maybe the opposite 2023 NFL draft. We're going to take a look back at some of our favorite draft reactions later on. It really is the best. It's undefeated footage just watching these guys get the call. Plus, Kansas City gets the draft stage ready. Getting our whiteboards ready. Whiteboard Wednesday is next. Undefeated. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my, my day. Day. <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. It's time for Whiteboard Wednesday presented by Ram Trucks. In the spirit of having Scott Pioli here and Kyle Brandt being the ever-creative individual on Whiteboard, I've sacrificed the time on the Whiteboard. I want to hear everybody else's Let's answers. Go. All right? Wow. I don't want to draw today. The draft has changed so much over the years, but as our own Tom Pelissero noted earlier, the landline phone has remained constant. Your favorite <laughs> thing about the NFL draft, besides the fact that these young men get to pick up this phone and say, first of all, what is this and also who is calling, would so be... Great. That was the first time I got a chance to see that phone. Uh, it was pretty cool. A landline phone. I didn't know it still existed. <laughs> I'm going with the family reaction. I love that the most about the NFL draft. And I'm not talking about those funny moments where it looks awkward in the room. I know right now we have Drew Rosenhaus. I don't care about the yeah. agent either. They just, they're helping get the deal done. But I want to see the way the family react. When you see a yeah. kid pick up the phone, he's talking. You see tears <laughs> flowing from his face. Mom giving him that big hug. It's the people around him that were driving 
moving them to the Pop Warner games. Look at that phone Drew Rosenhaus has. That's definitely not a quarter phone, flip phone from way back in the day. But the family, everybody with the Miami gear around, who've been anticipating this, who have played a part in it, who have all been a part of the journey, that is what I absolutely love about the NFL draft. I'm going to go with something similar, but I, I'm going to go with hopefulness. I'm over here, right? You, see, you can tell a rookie, the, the small Feel letters. Explore kinda, the boards. Yeah, <laughs> explore the space. You can erase explore. it for the next year. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. But, you know, it's the feeling of hopefulness for the fans, yeah. for everyone mm, in the room. The because you spend so much time, energy, money. You think about the amount of time that the people working in the organization, not just the GM and the head coach, it's all of the other people where there's so much time and energy spent, time taken away from family, and then this moment happens. You've got the player, you see the excitement mm -hmm. of the player, and there's hopefulness for the crazy. team, the fans, the player. Everyone is so excited, and it's perfect that it's in the spring, right? Mm -hmm. It's this rebirth. We great you know, we got a yeah. chance. Yeah. Everyone thinks that they have yeah, a chance. It's a clean slate. So it's the feeling of hopefulness, but also, you know, the close second, mm. I'm just going to say this, mm -hmm. is the buffet. No! Every, every spread of snacks yeah. outside of a draft room. Is that right? I mean, Arthur Blank was so happy watching people eat, and he would get extra things. I'm telling you, next year we have to do a draft board ranking okay. of the snacks that mm. are available. Next year, tomorrow. Right. That's great. It's incredible. Uh, this, is, this is in the weeds, but it's the best thing. Logo change. At the bottom of the screen, they show the team oh, that is picking next. Saying, yeah. When the logo changes mm. unexpectedly, there has been a trade. You say, oh my God, what's happening? All right, way back in 2014, the Eagles. Oh, my God, the Browns are drafting Johnny Menzel. What? It's so exciting. That changes. Now, listen, Miami. Oh, Miami is on the clock, right? Nope. The Packers are on the clock. They draft Jordan Love. They move up. They already have Aaron Rodgers. It's crazy. Hold on. The Buccaneers are on the clock. The Bills are drafting Josh Allen. It is so fun and so exciting. We have a trade, and then Eisen's like, oh, we got big cooking here. And you just stand up, and if it's your team's logo that it changes to, you faint. You just absolutely faint. It is so exciting. And big workings behind the scene to make that logo change. It's the best part of the draft. It actually that. makes the fans who are later in the round stay more committed because what if your team I jumps jump up, up. half the mm. We're not picking until 25. What if right. you pick at 13? Exactly. Woo! You have to watch Let's the go. logo. Or if you're a GM for another team, you're saying something not so nice. But yeah. You don't like that surprise. Yeah. Yeah, you, just got mm, you don't want totally, that to oh, yeah, yeah. totally true. changes your plan over the next couple of days we're going to see a lot of prospects hear their name called and get a call um, on that phone that we just looked at from their new head coach the head coach pastor president that you would most want to receive your name on the end of the phone on draft night would be mm -hmm. i'm going with a guy who coached defense while i was in the nfl i got a chance to learn from him and play underneath him I'm going with Dick LeBeau. He was a head coach at one point. Oh, yes. And this guy was one of the best storytellers I ever got a chance to listen to. He would tell Night Train Lane stories, and he would just say sometimes, hey, back when I first invented the fire zone defense, and as soon as somebody starts something as they invented, you're fully locked in. He used to say all the time, I've watched film of every single NFL player that has ever played. And then getting a chance to be in the same team as him, he would do every time around Christmas time was the night before Christmas. He would? And he would tell the entire story. He would do the poem. But he would be so animated, the lead up and all the anecdotes that went along with it. Dick LeBeau, one of the best coaches awesome. I've ever had coaching football, a true teacher. It would have been amazing to get a call from Dickie Bird back in the day. <laughs> That's amazing. So this is going to be probably a little weird, but, but I'm going with right. Bill Belichick. Go on. I like winning championships. Mm. So if I'm getting that call, I know I have a chance at some championships. I also know that, you know, 
Bill's a complicated personality. Uh -huh. I'm a complicated personality. I know that we could last together. As a player, I know I could deal with this. That's Jamie, all. you're making... Uh, you're, you, I, well, I, I'm just... You, you've probably fielded a thousand phone calls from that man, and that's the one in all of your football <laughs> history that you're going to pick that would change your life forever is that name right there. Yeah, because I'm going to win. Mm. Yeah. yeah, all right. Okay. Is he going to pay you, okay. though? That's what the beauty of Whiteboard Wednesday is. I want the you money. You get to commit, and we get to question. <laughs> yeah. so, I always blame that on me. You see, you were there when I was getting blamed for people not getting paid. Uh, my call's Brady coming from 1970. I went on a switchboard. It's an absolute legend. Hello, this is Hank Stram mm. calling for Kyle Branch. I'm going to be a Kansas City Chief. We're going to matriculate the ball down the field. I'm going to have the twisty. I'm going to get a payphone. There's going to be some woman at a switchboard. Uh, he's going to have the beautiful blazer on, and I'm going to join the Kansas City Chiefs. And he's. I want some excitement. Mm. I I, I don't want the monotone. I want that sort of weird voice that everyone talked in 50 years ago that just stopped where you talk like this. Uh, that's what I want to do. We're going to trick-make the ball down the field with Hank's jam. The Chiefs. I want to join the Chiefs with him. Underrated, underutilized word, matriculate. Need, he need put to... it on the map. I feel yeah. like that word is him. I was not on the show um, the week that Bud Grant passed, but if I had to pick mm -hmm. something, I would have picked Bud Grant. That would have been awesome. Exactly opposite and yet the same. These are my favorite NFL Let's prospects go. in this year's draft. Identical twin brothers, <laughs> not only elite draft prospects, but also share a remarkable story, which will premiere tonight on Emmy Award winning yeah, NFL 360. Please join me in welcoming Illinois running back Chase Brown and safety Sidney Brown Let's to go. the breakfast table. How we doing? Oh, man, thanks for having us on. I love this. Identical <laughs> twins. Uh, the more twins you can have in your life, the better you are. Yeah. As you guys you have, have, like have found out. I'm, I am so excited. Uh, this, you don't, you don't get this often. Now, you guys have obviously had a ton of success this last year. Ton of rushing yards, ton of interceptions, six. As you guys think about your journey to get to where you are, how have you guys been able to push each other and just kind of strive for this greatness together? Well, I think that's where it started is pushing each other. I mean, you can relate just yeah. trying to outdo your brother and whatever it is. I mean, we're genetically identical. So as soon as he does something better than me, I'm like, man, I know I can do that. So, but Have there been full-blown arguments between you two? <laughs> full-blown arguments when you come to the Oh, competing? my God. Of course. Everything. Of course. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> if it's the little stuff, like I was saying yesterday, if it's to get to the fridge, anything, man. Like, it's it's a competition. Everything, that's, that's what it is, you know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, the story is unbelievable. We cannot wait to watch the piece. And if anybody hasn't seen it, you will. You grew up in Ontario, Canada, and you had this incredible single mother who went through a lot and worked her butt off to provide for you guys, and you're going through life, and she um, is diagnosed with a rare autoimmune disease. How did that change your guys' lives, and how did that make you work even harder for what you have? Yeah, well, we really just had a decision to make in the moment, and my mom didn't want us to feel sorry for her, so it was like, listen, it kind of led to us being in the shelter at the time, but it was, we had a decision to make, like I said. It was like, okay, we're going to stay in Canada, play football till we can't. Like I said in some of the interviews with these teams, it's probably be doing some sort of trade, plumbing someone's toilet, who knows sure. what we'd be doing. It was, also, it was also super motivating seeing her push through what she was doing and then come out in mm. the end. The, the, she was always, you know, super well-spirited and, you know, although that she was having a lot of medical thing going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Toughness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and for you guys, the way out was trying to find a place in the United States where you go to prep school and, yeah, I believe you went to St. Stephen's Episcopal, right? Yeah. So, so when you get there, what's the biggest thing that kind of shocked you or that was different? Mm -hmm. Well, you, you, you got to think about it like this. I, I 
explain like a four-day period. I mean, we got accepted on Tuesday and by, you know, that Saturday, we're, we're in a new country, new family, wow, new city, fast. new school. That's crazy. So you talk about a culture shock, it's just completely different. And then aside of that, we're in a gated community and it's mm. like... Yeah, well, even private school as well. It's completely different from the public school system, yeah. as you can, yeah. if you know, you know. Uh-huh. Right, and even from Canada to the United States, you know, because people say, oh, they're just coming from Canada. There's a lot of differences. There's a lot of differences in things you got to acclimate to and get, get used to, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I'd say it's just, I mean, people act a little different. I'd, I'd say the sports culture here in the States yeah. is... Yeah, it's a How lot so? better. How's it different? I like this. I mean, like, you look at the field size, one, but just the, sure. the culture okay. around sport, how people, I mean, the, the amount of people that go to the games, the mm. amount of people that watch... They're maniacs here, basically. Yeah. You're saying we're crazy. I'm not saying maniacs. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> there's a love way, for the game that's go different, from about you know? 400 people at a game to, like... 4,000. Is the youth sports nah. parallel, obviously, hockey, where you guys were growing up? Mm. Like, the way that kids treat football in the States is, like, how Canadian kids treat hockey and their parents and how they support them through that and the amount of people that go and support hockey in Canada? Yeah. It's completely flipped, as you just said. Right. I mean, like, football here is, like, hockey in Canada. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, you could just see the environment Did you guys ever play? Did you ever get skates on? No. Yeah, no, I can't. I can barely shoot. Let Is that right? <laughs> I mean, even with sneakers on, you can't shoot. <laughs> yeah, with sneakers on, I can do it. So no, I don't we even wanna, know. We want to roll a piece from your story for that we're going to see tonight on NFL 360. Thankfully, in your time in this transition from Canada to the States, your mom's health improved, and she was able to return to work at her own apartment. You guys get on track at St. Stephen's. You help them win back-to-back state championship. But then there's more to this incredible story when you finally returned home to Canada things took another turn. Let's take a look. When we get home, we realize that my mom was back in with my nan and we were like, oh, look, what happened? She said, I hope that's okay. I'm, you know, asking me if that's okay, like, you know, that's, I didn't even know that was happening. They covered a very good chunk of the tuition for that school, but there was still a chunk of money left over. It was 7,000. Doesn't sound like a lot to a lot of people, but for me, that was very difficult. When times got a little bit tight, we did what we could to make sure that that tuition was paid one way or another. You know, pay rents and bills or send money to Florida. So no, I didn't tell them about that because they wouldn't have gone back to school. I thought we were, weren't paying a penny. I almost felt kind of empty to my stomach because I didn't want them to go without because at the moment it felt like I had everything. That took my thought process to, you know, a different place. No matter how many times I heard how hard it was to go to the NFL, I didn't care about any of that. My, my focus was to be the best player I could every single week. That NFL 360 piece is going to air tonight, premiere tonight, and it's called Family. And honestly, after watching it, being a mother, seeing what your mom did for you guys, I can't think of a more appropriate word for the title of that piece. What do you think about when you watch, when you preview that? Yeah, I mean... Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, it, it's, it's tough. To, I mean, it's not tough to watch. It's just, it took a lot. You know what I mean? And this is, it's been a journey. And to kind of just reflect on it and to look what's ahead this week and to see where we are. And I mean, that really took us to where we are now, so... My and my brother obviously played 13 years in the NFL. We both come from a single mom who sacrificed a lot for us. And I can tell you on the other end of it, retiring, you guys are making her so proud. Obviously, the sacrifice she's made, but you guys are holding up your end of the bargain. You go to school, you do what you're supposed to do. Now you're sitting here looking forward to being to the NFL draft. So I'm excited to get to know you guys yeah. and follow along your story. And it's been awesome having you guys. And for everybody, you can see... 
this the full story tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, on the Emmy Award-winning NFL 360. And you know where to find it, right here on NFL Network. Good luck. Honestly, awesome stay healthy. Stay well, all right? We appreciate you. you so much. Thank you. Awesome. Enjoy us. the ride. The AFC East has gotten better. Good and we're not talking about New England. We're talking about the Jets. So how does New England counter-strike? What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. day. <laughs> now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Good morning, football! So uh, Aaron Rodgers, let's uh, jump out of the draft and into uh, Rodgers talk, posted a farewell to Green Bay yesterday on his Instagram, writing yeah. in part, I grew up in Green Bay. He was drafted at 21, fell in love with the game, met lifelong friends, and he's going to take memories with him that will last a lifetime. There are a lot of pictures involved. It's lovely. Yeah. This is not the end for us. He says, I will see you again, Green Bay. You will always have my heart. Love, 12. It was a very sweet sentiment uh, from Aaron Rodgers. To Green Bay. So this is what Jets GM Joe Douglas had to say about his new quarterback yesterday. Aaron's one of the one of the best quarterbacks to ever play this game. He's going to be able to, to come in here and his relationship with Nathaniel, his relationship with some of the other players that are that are on the team. We feel like obviously it's an adjustment, 
when you're somewhere for 18 years, but feel like with the people that we have in place, he can uh, get comfortable quickly. Adding a player that uh, of his caliber is a, is a big thing, but ultimately we, we still have a lot of work to do to get to where we need to go. And um, the biggest thing in front of us right now is, is, is this year's draft. Well, it's the biggest thing now because he's got his quarterback. He's got his guy. He gets to move on with Aaron Rodgers. Here's a look at your projected AFC East starting quarterbacks along with their 2022 stats and production. Rodgers uh, in town today at the Jets facility for his physical. Will Levis was reportedly in New England last week for a pre-draft visit, making some wonder if Mac Jones needs to be looking over his shoulder. Hmm. So with the arrival of Rodgers in the AFC East and the rest of the division looking to stay quite strong, how can the Patriots figure out what they're all about and turn heads in the draft starting tomorrow night, Jay? Turn heads turn in heads. the draft. I-, I love that. It's almost like don't do anything responsible. Don't try to build. <laughs> Just like turn heads. Make waves. Everybody Give talk. us something Make to talk waves. about. Make waves. And yeah. I think the responsible Friend. thing would be for them taking offensive tackle, possibly at mm. 14. Somebody to bolster the offensive line and protect Mac Jones. Maybe it's like, oh, no, just trade back, get more picks. And I look at it, and I'm just like, at 14, you know what? Go get B. John Robinson. All right. like, bring him in. Bring in somebody that is just electric. Yes, I know Ramondre Stevenson is there as the lead running back. Damian Harris left. They signed James Robinson. But could you imagine a guy like Bijan in their offense, a guy that can do any and absolutely everything? There's the rumor and there's a talk of, like, maybe Mac Jones should be looking over his shoulder. Go get another quarterback. Get another young guy. And I'm just like, do you really want to reset the clock? You drafted Mac Jones in the first round. Now here it is two years later. Going to go get another quarterback in the first round and try to get this guy ready. Hey, why not bring in somebody that will make life for the quarterback a lot easier? Hand the ball off to him. Throw screens to him. Mm-hmm. Get the ball in his hands. And when you're not giving him the ball, hand it off to Ramondre Stevenson, a guy who was fantastic last season. Get yourself a one-two punch in the backfield. And Kyle says it all the time. The one thing, it's very hard to pay running backs that second contract. Damian Harris just left. Ramondre Stevenson will be out the door pretty soon, a free agent, and they'll have to make a decision on him. Bring in the next guy to lead the pack and a guy that you can hand the ball off and make life a lot easier for somebody like Mac Jones. Wow. I I, I really like that. And and I agree with you. The the whole idea of turning heads, honestly – Bill doesn't care about doesn't care at all. No. <laughs> Bill's not worried just about want, trending. Even like Cole Strange, right? Everyone was, yeah. oh my gosh. But here's the oh, thing: yeah. as we right. mentioned earlier, what Bill does is very calculated. He knows exactly what he's going to do. That Cole Strange was a surprise to a lot of people. It wasn't a surprise to anyone in that building. Anyone, certainly not to Bill. They knew exactly where they were going. But I like this idea that you're talking about, Jason. It, Bill loves the running back position. There's great value in it. But I just wonder if that would be too high to take one. So to me, I I don't know where they're going to head. But I'll tell you what, Bill knows where they're heading. Yeah. The interesting thing Kyle brought up earlier in the show that I liked is the fact that he mentioned maybe Maybe the way that they'll be turning heads is by trading back a little bit. Because, again, looking at this draft. That would be spicy. There's there's only 16, 17, 18 guys that people really believe are first-round pick value. So, again, the second half of the draft, I could see Bill dropping back. Hey, we're going to get a decent player in the 20s. But maybe I can get more mm. for next year. And, and again, people say, well, Belichick's not going to be around that many years. We don't know how many years he's going to be around. He loves – and we, we used to love to – you know, to gather capital. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. We were smart enough to know that we were going to be wrong and we were going to be wrong a lot. The more picks you have, the more chances you have of being right. Mm-hmm. So collect as many picks, mm-hmm. choose as many as you can. Don't worry about what the draft grade is going to be. Get as many players in that building that you can try to develop. Mm. 
You guys, you, you GMs, you guys love picks. You really uh, do. It's more cuts up at the plate, isn't it? I mean, it's like it's more chance of a higher hit rate. Some GMs do. Really? I mean, they're, well, like John Schneider loves them. The Seattle offense. He loves picks. You loved picks as a fan. Like, I think picks are the most overrated thing. Yeah. I actually have a, like a, a animosity towards picks because I think they're, I think they're, they're pixie dust. They're scratchers. Like half of them don't work. We, oh, we got all these picks. Are you gonna do anything with them? Like, I hate them. Well, he, here's the thing. I understand that, but the thing is, what you want to do is try to get people in your building that are going to your culture that you're going to have a chance to develop yeah. at what we used to call rent control prices. So you get players in the building that you can <laughs> right. kind of, you yeah, know, they, 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 they fit the makeup. Yep. You yeah. hope you, they fit the tools and skill set that you're looking for and you hope that they can develop. And the reason you want so many, again, is simple, Kyle. If you're humble enough or at least understanding enough, you know you're going to miss on a bunch of them. So get as many in yeah. the building as you can and then try to work and develop those players. Mm -hmm. I get it, but I also understand, man, we know we're going to screw it up. I understand. Get as many as you can. Take as many cuts as you can. Well, listen, the Patriots, I think the word is pivotal. It's such a pivotal draft. Oh. There was a time during the dynasty where it's like, well, we're the Patriots and we got Brady. Maybe these picks work out, maybe they don't. Like, they have to hit now. And I think it's massive on Belichick. But let's just take a look at Belichick as he goes into this draft. I'm going to do something bold. I'm going to do something ruthless. Because here's the facts. Logan Roy or Bill Belichick, the Patriots are going to be projected as fourth going into this into the season in the division. That has not happened since the 90s. You have to go way, way, way back. This is strange, strange times. And it's not only the AFC East. Let's just look at what they're jumping into. Let's look at the whole damn American football conference, all the quarterbacks here. Guys, it's just, it's killers. It's killers. And I want, you know, I want to draw your attention to the south. On the bottom, Gardner Minshew, the Colts are going to take a quarterback, I think. On the, on the bottom right, Davis Mills. This, this could be looking at Will Levis and Bryce Young. Like, just find the guys in there. Even the Garoppolo types you think are lower end. Jimmy Garoppolo started a Super Bowl. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill's been in an AFC game. Mac Jones has been to the playoffs, AFC title game. Lamar Jackson is an MVP. Joe Burrow. Deshaun Watson is an MVP talent. It is killers. Killers. So there you have Mac Jones, and we just showed him throw 14 touchdowns, 11 interceptions or something. <laughs> Either you have a killer or you better have the best roster top to bottom and the best running game and the best coach. I think they have the best coach, but I don't know what the plan is for the Patriots this year to not finish fourth or even third in the division. The Bijan thing's interesting because then at least you have an identity and you're going to give that guy 400 touches and run the wheels off it and see what happens. But it still comes down to Mac Jones. So they have a guy in Mac Jones who's going to win playoff games as a Patriot? I don't know. And I think that's why I'll come back to my take. I think Belichick is going to do something very dynamic. I don't think he's going to take the second best corner at 14. I really don't. I think he'll move up or move way the hell back. The Bijan thing... I don't know if Bijan's there at 14. Yeah, That's right. why it's so interesting, because Scott, you're right, in that 14 may be too high. high. The Eagles could take him at 10. Someone could take him at 8. So if the Patriots want him, in, in create, they may have to move up to get Bijan Robinson. It's desperate times right now. If you have a 6-11 and 11 season right now as the Patriots, there's Belichick's needs to retire. We need to move on. We need to reboot. And I don't even know if it's wrong. They're way below 500 since Brady left, and they'd be even farther now. Like This is a very pivotal draft, not only for the 2023 Patriots, for the Belichick empire. You gotta nail it this year. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. 
Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.